0: Circle, Horton, the drive, scores! The Bruins knock out Montreal! Hello and welcome to the Master Plan. And today, we are talking about one of the original six teams. My hometown team, my favorite team. The Boston Bruins. This season so far has been surprisingly good for the Boston I, I look, going to the season, we had expectations. Going to last season, we had expectations. The season before we had expectations. Losing to Zayn Ochara was tough on the whole city. Obviously, we uh we did a podcast episode on that. You can find that. If you scroll down just a little bit, I believe that was about maybe five or six episodes ago. That was that was difficult. And you know, before the season started, I was definitely concerned about how the Bruins would be doing this season, how many games we would win, you know, what our team would look like. And folks, I have been thoroughly impressed by the Boston Bruins this season. Through 13 games. <clears throat> through 13 games, we have won 10, lost 1 and had two overtime losses, 22 points. 40 goals, let up only 26, and in our last five, we've won five in a row. In our last 10, we're 9-0-1. We are on what, we, what I would like to call a hot streak. You know, like, here's the thing. The Bruins, and I've watched a lot of their games this season, you know, hockey is one of the sports I think if you don't watch, it's hard to actually kind of just look at the stats and be able to say, this team is good, this team isn't good, because, Oftentimes, it's not how it works. Teams are very malleable. They change often game to game. The Bruins this season have had an extremely successful homestead. They're, they're unbeaten at home. Away, they're 6-1-2, of course. But here's the big thing. The Bruins this season have gotten into trouble oftentimes in games, right? They've been down you know, two, three goals sometimes in games in the third period. They've gone to a lawn, a lot in a lot of overtimes games this season, right? And you know, they are they have two shootout wins, which should tell you that if you're making it to a shootout, how many overtimes are you playing? They've only played 13 games. So if you have two over two shootout wins through 13 games, how many overtime wins do you have? Right? So obviously the answer is the is a lot. Um, last night or I believe it was last night, or against the Rangers. We didn't have an overtime win. That was actually a 1-0 win, but the night before we did have an overnight overtime win against the Rangers where Brad Marchand had his game-winning goal. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about him because i got a lot to say about Brad Marchand, especially the way he's been playing this season. But the Bruins have had an excellent season so far, and they've come on really, really strong, and they've been really impressive for me. The way they play – The way the team kind of meshes together I think works really, really well. And, you know, sometimes you have off games. But I think what the Bruins have been able to do this season, and I think what is probably most most important to do, is even when they're not playing incredibly well, they're still able to win games, right? Against the Rangers, it's probably one of their worst series of the year, back-to-back games. They play a Rangers team which, you know, isn't that good. And they go to overtime and win there. And then they only score one goal in a one nothing shootout. But the Bruins still won both of those games. So what that tells me is like even when the Bruins aren't playing well, they can still win games, which is incredibly important. Because it's not going to be every season, every game, every, every series that you're playing at your best. Sometimes you're just not. But the ability to win when you're not playing at your best is incredibly important. And that's what the Bruins have been able to do this season this season's going to go by fast. It's going to be quick. There's going to be lots of games in a short amount of time. And the fact that the Bruins have been able to start off so strongly bodes really, really well for them, right? And, you know, we'll get into all three phases of play, offense, defense, goaltending, and we'll probably cover power plays as well because I think that the Bruins just this season have been have been really, really good just overall. And, you know, it's, it's almost as if you know this team. When we lose Char, we're we're, we're still playing at an incredibly high level, and I, I really uh I really like what the team has been able to do. uh really throughout all phases of play. Um. So overall, the Bruins have had a really really strong start. You know, their only losses to the Capitals, and then they end up beating them next game. They have a couple overtime losses, and then you know they've been really excellent in overtime. Which is important, you know. Overtime is is not an easy time to play, right? It's one goal, it's a game winner, and if you score, you win. You score, you go home, and that's not easy to do over and over and over again. And, and to win in overtime means you have a certain degree of clutchness. The Bruins have done that quite often this season, and for me, that tells me, okay, the Bruins have what it takes to win big games. They have what it takes to win in big moments, right? All of this stuff that we're talking about is incredibly important. You know, the Bruins this season, you know, obviously, I think the Stanley Cup window is coming to a close, right? The core is getting older. You know, every year that goes by and we don't make it, that we don't win one, the core is a little bit older. The core is just not as quick, not as fast. And that hurts play. Obviously, if David Postner can give a bunch of young guys who are really, really good, Charlie McAvoy, all these guys are really, really good. But the deal, the thing is, Right. At the end of the day, right, you want to win a Stanley Cup. And the Bruins core is getting older. So we need to do that at a faster pace. We need to, we need to do this. Is this the year? Well, it's certainly looking like it could be the year, at least where we make a deep run into the playoffs, right? Um, and and you know, I just think that those overtime wins, wins and big moments, win when you're not playing well, is all the characteristics of a Stanley Cup winning team, right? It's not that you have to win every game. It's not that you have to be the best team in the league. But it's when you're not playing your best, when you need to work on stuff, you can still make advancements. You can still change things. You can still succeed. And that's what the Bruins have done this season so far. I am thoroughly impressed, and I look forward to watching them play uh, on and on this season because I think it's going to be very, very interesting. Now let's highlight some, some of the outstanding stars of the Bruins this season. And let's start off with the Rat. Brad Marchand. I'll tell you what, guys. This dude, Brad Marchand, not only is he one of the fastest players in the NHL, not only does he have some of the best stick handles I've ever seen, he has been on a tear this season. And, you know, kudos to him on that because he is playing incredibly, incredibly well, right? So he has 16 points through 13 games, which means he's averaging over a point a game, as is Patrice Bergeron. Brad Marchand has eight goals, eight assists, his plus minus is seven, which is incredible. He has two power play goals. I don't know what PPP stands for. I'm not sure. He has a shorthanded goal, which, which is just insane to think about. Like, shorthanded goals are not easy, and especially only through 13 games to have a shorthanded goal is remarkable. Like, to have a shorthanded goal, uh, I mean, obviously, Patrice Bergeron has one as well. Brad Marchand and Patrice Bergeron. Also have, I believe that is game-winning goals. I think those are the same category. So, you know, they've just been playing, you know, Brad Marshall has been playing exceptionally well this season. And he deserves a lot of credit because this team, you know, offensively is really strong with him on the ice, right? Him and Bergeron have really been controlling the play really, really well out of their own end. Moving it up the ice, these long passes through the neutral zone and into the, into the attacking zone have been excellent all season. The individual play by both of these men as well has been incredible. They've faced some very tough goalies so far this season, and they've still been able to put the puck past them, right? So at the end of the day, right, Brad Marchand and Patrice Bergeron deserve a lot of credit for the success the Boston Bruins are having offensively right now. They create a lot of chances. They're very dynamic players. And, you know, for them, and for me, I think that that's really important for the Bruins going forward because if they can be dynamic like they are now all season – <clears throat> that could be really beneficial to the team, and I think they're a huge part of why they're winning. Um, Charlie McAvoy, obviously one of the best defensemen in the NHL, one of the best defensemen on the team, has had and is having himself a season as well. He has a goal and ten assists, which is tied for tied with Krejci and Patrice Bergeron uh, on, on the team for most assists. And he's, you know, he's just such an incredible defender. Um, he's averaging 24 minutes on ice every game, and he's been incredible. He's again part of the reason why the Bruins are winning. Here is, is really those three guys? They've been playing really, really, really well. And there's just a lot. There's a lot to be said about that. There's a lot to be said about Charlie McAvoy really making a huge difference on this team, um, especially with the loss of Zdeno Chara. Obviously, Zdeno O'Chara at the end of last season, you know, wasn't the same, but Still, you know, he, they're still you know putting a lot of stuff out there, and Charlie McAvoy has been really, really solid all season. So, you know, he, I think we need to mention him. Nick Ritchie obviously had the only goal versus the New York Rangers the other day. Um, he has five goals, five assists, thirteen games played. Um, he's been, you know, he he's he's one of the newer guys, um, and he's been really, really good as well. He's been a nice signing. I think I believe we signed him, and he's been. He's been excellent. Obviously, David Krejci has been I mean, David Krejci might be the assist king in my opinion. I mean, this dude has zero goals and ten assists, I mean, on the season, which to me tells me like it's not even shooting the puck. Like he's just he's just passing it. He's very unselfish. I think he's I think he's one of the most unselfish players in the league. The problem for him might be that he maybe is a little too unselfish, doesn't take enough shots on goal, but we can get to that at a later point. Obviously, Pasternak has only played six games, but through those six games, he has eight points. And he's just going to keep getting better. Char- Craig Smith, Charlie Coyle, Wagner, Corrali, Carlo, Bjork, Lazan, Grislik. Mil- well, Grizzlick is iller. Miller, Zaboyle, DeBrusque has been injured. Frederick, Clinton, and Cra- uh, Kosh. I mean, all these guys have been incredible all season. And, and they've all been playing really, really well, I think. You know, most of these guys plus minus is is, is is pretty good, and you know I just think that the the Bruins have been having a great season so far. It's really a lot about team play and also about individual play. I think the, the Bruins have a really actually a really nice mixture between the two, which is oftentimes difficult to have. It's not easy to get a good mixture between unselfish and selfish play, but the Bruins really have that right. And you know the Bruins on the power play both ends have been excellent this season they really have you know obviously in terms of power play kill they've been excellent right they always are and to have a good number of shorthanded goals i mean that's incredible that to have that you're really you're really putting a lot out there and i think you you make it so much more dangerous for these teams and so for me my thinking is like and the Bruins look really, really good. They're able to do a lot of things that a lot of teams can't do. They're great on the power of kill. They're great on the power of play. They're great on all phases. You know, and they're, they're defensively. I think they're really, really solid. They don't make a lot of those easy mistakes. They don't give up a lot of free goals, right? And 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 part of that, and I think we, I'd be remiss to not mention our two goaltenders of the day, um, Tuka Rask and Yaroslav Halak, who have been playing out of their freaking minds this season. So, Tuka has eight games, six wins, one loss, one overtime loss. Halak has four wins, one overtime loss, and five games played. These boys have been playing incredible, right? So, Rask has been in three shootouts. Like, I mean, it's incredible what they've been doing. It's incredible. He has a 1,000 shootout save percentage, which is just remarkable. Rask and Halak are saving over 90% of the, the puck shot at them. And their goals against average is 2.31 and 1.38, which is just insane. So that means on a, on a, an average day, you're either going to get about two goals, maybe three, against Rask and maybe one or two against Halak, which means if you're the Bruins, if you score four goals a game, you're pretty much going to win every single game, essentially. right? I mean, if you're scoring four goals a game and your goalie's giving up 2.31 – you're probably going to win it nine out of 10 times. Maybe one out of 10 they score five, but you know, maybe one out of 10 you score five. <laughs> um, they've made some huge saves this season though. And I think that goes without saying they, they've just made some huge saves. They made some huge plays, you know, one-on-ones happened, you know, decent amount, you know, this season. and Rask has really put a nice stop to so many of them. It's been incredibly impressive to watch him do that. And, You know, for me, for me, I'm thinking about it like this. Rask has saved so many one-on-one. Like, he's been so good this season. Like, going into the playoffs, I feel confident with him. Going, you know, in net. I think he's an excellent net minder, and he's been playing incredible this season. Locke might be the best backup goaltender in the NHL. I mean, he probably will be a starter next year, which was he's obviously going to be sad to go. Um, Sad to see him go, but... God, he has been incredible, right? Hasn't he just been? I mean, hasn't he just been incredible? Or is it just me? He's just been incredible. Um, gosh, I mean, to have these goaltenders is really a luxury to have. In net, you know, together they have a two-flat goals against our goal goals against per game, which means you score three goals, you're going to win the game. You know, and and that is really, for me, how the Bruins are such a good team. We don't make a lot of mistakes. Our goaltending has been excellent, and we put the puck in the net a necessary amount of times a game, right? You know, I think as the season goes on, we'll start to see more special play, especially from David Pasternak. But for right now, we, we are winning without it, and I think that's important. Being able to win in many different ways is something that is incredibly important for lots of people to do. If you're able to win in many different ways, right, you provide yourself the opportunity to win lots of different games because every team plays a little bit differently. And if you can figure out a way to win many different ways, right, then you're going to be ending up winning a lot of different games. And, again, I, I said it at the beginning, the Bruins this season have not been the best team, right? They haven't been incredible. They haven't been impeccable. But what they have been is they've been good enough. And they've showed a lot of perseverance in times when they need to. And going forward, the NHL playoffs is tough. You're going to deal with injuries. You're going to deal with all sorts of stuff. And the Bruins being able to have that kind of – that toughness, right, to be able to move through that I think is really, really, really going to be crucial going forward. So with that said, I think that the Bruins put themselves, at least right now, going through 13 games. It's a very small sample size, right? But through 13 games, the Bruins have looked really, really good. And, you know, obviously this could change. But I don't think it will. The Bruins look like a much more developed and much more adult team. And they also look much more tightly knit. And so what I will say is this. For the Bruins going forward, they're obviously, you know, they have a ton of games left. But if they can kind of continue to patch up those loose ends, right, get a little bit better shooting the puck, you know, score score some more goals, and – You know, continue the excellent net play and the excellent play they have now. I think that there's no team that can beat them in a seven-game series, right? Maybe you'll get one. Maybe you'll get two. But I don't think you're going to get four. Like, I don't think you're going to get four in a seven-game series against the Bruins this season if they continue to play this well. It's just a fact. They're, They're just playing too well right now for someone to be able to say or someone just to be able to dismiss them very easily. They're too good for that. And so the Bruins, I, I, I applaud them. They've been excellent this entire season, and they've really they've really just looked good. And, you know, I think that with more players getting back healthy, obviously we have some guys who have been injured. And, has, and when they get healthy, I think we're going to be a much more dangerous team as well. But if we can keep moving through this time where some of our best players are getting back or we're injured or whatever it ends up being, if we can move through this time and we can come away with a bunch of wins – and bunch of oh, you know, bunch of a bunch of wins. That will tell me that this team not only has the capabilities to win in any medium and with any circumstance going on, right? It'll tell me that this team wants to win. You know, at points, you know, in, in sports, it, it seems like almost a team doesn't have the will to win games, right? It, it seems that sometimes the team doesn't want to win games. Not the Bruins specifically, but just teams in general. They're just they're slow, they're lazy, that they, it doesn't look like they're putting their best effort for it doesn't look like they want it as much as the other team does. And I'm not saying that they don't want it. I'm not saying that individuals don't want it. But sometimes, you know, maybe right after a goal, they look really like they want it. But during that intermittent time where where it's kind of zero zero, it's all about the team that wants it more, who's going to win the game. The Bruins really look like they want it. They understand where they are right now. They understand that they need, you know, that they they understand that they need to win games. They understand that they want to win. They understand all of that. And so at the end of the day, the Bruins are really strong for these reasons. And that's why I have a lot of confidence in them if they keep it up. You know, look, in terms of talent, I don't know if they're the most talented team out there. I don't. There are teams that have great players. You know, there are teams that have stars. Bruins have stars as well, don't get me wrong. But I think that if we're able to move through this time and if we're able to continue to fight adversity like we're doing now, I don't think there's a damn team out there that could beat us. And that is the truth. So let's go Bruins. We got a lot of games left. It's a very early prediction. I'm just putting this out there. This is just my my update on what I think. So thank you everyone for listening to another episode of the Master Plan. We've got more stuff coming out soon. I will be doing a, a lot of football review, but I kind of wanted to get this little Bruins thing out um, in the meantime. So thank you everyone for listening to another episode of the Master Plan. And, Uh, You know, you'll hear me in the next one. The game on the line, one shot. Who would you rather have taking it, Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State, open shot, fate of the universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth, you better hit it. I want Iguadala.